Hi, good morning. Hello, let's get to it. Okay, so here's what we're doing. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Three Funny Ladies. That's Joe Bailey. That's Susan Jacobs. We're going to sing the whole show. Waka, waka. Waka, waka. We're not really. How are you today, Swaz? Uh, I'm okay. You got a stitch? I got, guys. Yeah, my back. I just, you know... The problem is, if it were anything else that hurt, it wouldn't be so bad. But when your back hurts, it just makes you feel old. Yeah. Getting old ain't for sissies. It really is. Oh, look at that. I know. That's going to play into what we're talking about today. It's really not. So I'm trying. I'm, I'm questioning if I'm a sissy or not. We'll see. Time will you're, tell. You're no sissy. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, you went to the movies this week. Mm-hmm. Saw Cruella. How was that? I'm going to keep asking you questions as soon as you drink. <laughs> <laughs> it was delightful. I love the movie. Yeah. I missed the experience so much, so I was glad to be back at it. The popcorn. I Delicious. swear to you, this popcorn tasted better than any popcorn I'd ever had in my life. It, it was yes. perfect. Yep, I agree. That first back after a year and some change. That butter to salt ratio, not a dry piece. Oh, fabulous. And... I mixed M&M's into it because why the fuck not? At a girl. See? It was great. Of course, now I can come home and watch Cruella uh, on certain places. Uh, but you know what? I would still go to the movies. Uh, how was the experience for you? It was amazing. You felt safe? Yeah. Imagine has social distance seating, which is kind of bullshit because it's just one seat in between each like batch of tickets. Safe. But you know what? I always want that. I don't want that to stop. Oh, for sure. 100%. Because I always get the creepy man who's alone at the Disney movie, you know, (laughs) and he's got the the long white socks on and the sandals. And you're like, what are you doing here, sir? The loose fitting shorts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you separated from your children? (laughs) So I, I don't want that to change. I loved it. I call it the purse seat. Oh, I like that. Purse and popcorn. If you're a man, it's the seat of heterosexuality, because I always love when two men go to the theater together, but sit a seat apart, because God forbid I, we think that there may be any funny business going on. That's right. I remember in high school, and my friends would sit down there and be a seat, and I'm like, what's what's happening? We don't want people to think we're gay. By sitting next to each other, <laughs> I think the hand jobs that you give to each other after hours in the Myers parking lot is what's making you gay, dude. Because everyone in the theater is like, oh, my oh God. My God. Look at those those two men must be <laughs> fucking because they are sitting directly next to each other. Their elbows are touching. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> Let's go out to the street and do it. Uh, <laughs> That's the only time you can is during June. I want to see gay sex in the streets. <laughs> July 1st, you're done. You're done for the year. Enjoy that month, y'all. <laughs> uh, okay, real quick before we leave the uh, Corella discussion, how were the Emmas? Oh my god! Oh god! Okay, so Emma Thompson is basically she's doing it's like Devil Wears Prada. Okay, right? That's her character, sort of, and she does it better than Meryl Streep. I'm going to say it. I'm sorry. Wow, no, you don't need to be sorry for that. She is delicious delicious delightful 
Emma Stone is also delicious and delightful. And you know what? She's one of the only people I, uh, Americans I trust with a British accent. Oh yeah. She does it well. She does it very well. Very, very well. Yeah. The gays seem to be getting behind this movie. So. Well then thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So guess what? What? We have an electronic missive. You fuck right off. Really? <laughs> it is from longtime listener, longtime caller, <laughs> Joelle M. And the subject of this email is the ghost of electricity howls in the bones of her face. Wow. He says, hello. I figured I'd add a cryptic subject line that none of y'all will recognize right <laughs> off the bat. You're correct. You are correct because you know how dumb we are. <laughs> That's right. So we will expect another email next week explaining <laughs> this email. Still loving your new format included. I still have to finish the Mindy episode, but I did make it through what I call the, quote, coffee talk portion. That's always my fave. <laughs> I'm literally drinking coffee right now. Ghosts. I never caught a glimpse of Ms. Bonstell when I was there, even though I spent a goodly amount of extra time there late at night as I had a key. But I do believe she still resides there. When we were doing Mr. Burns at the old Ringwald space, Peggy Lee stated that she repeatedly saw a ghost, especially milling about in the crossover area. What being could live there? Shut the... I'm telling you, it's Gary! Gary the ghost. Keep up the good work, Joelle. Uh, Well, now the selfie palace will have to deal with that (laughs) ghost. So... Gary's gonna be like, what the fuck? What the fuck's going on here? Where am I... They used to do shows and stuff. What is this <laughs> bullshit? We'll oh, have to go have a seance and tell him where we're going. Oh, for sure. He's going to be like, what the fuck? What are you? Ew, no, that picture looks terrible. <laughs> what are you doing? Do that at your house. You paid to be here? Yeah. You can. You, you do know you can take pictures at home, right? <laughs> uh, or really anywhere. Not even just at home. You could do, you, yeah, anywhere <laughs> you have a camera. Literally anywhere. <laughs> Literally anywhere. Uh, maybe not underwater. Uh, I bet you could. Waterproof. Well, yeah. Well, well yeah. <laughs> so since uh, this is our wee pod, uh, shall we get to it? Let's get to it. So today we are discussing the indomitable. Incomparable. Incomparable. Loudmouthed in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Elaine Stritch. Love. Love, love. And specifically, the documentary Elaine Stritch, Shoot Me. Now, Not Just Shoot Me. <laughs> right. Last week, I did say that it was called Just Shoot Me. Yes. Which, which if you like George Seagal and, and David Spade, then go that's, for it. That's, but that's not this episode that's for not, you, then. <laughs> that's not this. If last week you were expecting us this week to talk about Just Shoot Me, <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> what a weird... Why would we talk about that? <laughs> we're going to... Start a new podcast devoted solely to Just Shoot Me and the talents of Laura San Giacomo. Oh, God, how boring. That would be terrible. That would be, uh, that would be insanity. Don't do that, anybody. Uh, so a little bit before we get into the, the documentary, Elaine Stretch, if you don't know, uh, was born February 2nd, 1920. 25 in Detroit, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Uh, She died uh, July 17th, 2014. You're welcome, everybody. (laughs) Which is Susan's birthday. Not the night, not the 2014 part. 
Just that, would that make day. Her. I only got one, and that was the day. That and I said, I blew out my old. candles, and I said, take out a lane stretch. There's too much competition. <laughs> and Elaine died in Birmingham, Michigan, but went many places in between those years. Uh, she was known primarily for Broadway. She was in the original cast of Company. Uh, she was in the original cast of Bus Stop in 1956. She played Martha in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Oh, my, oh my God. Really? The, yeah. The original Company. She sort of shared the role with Uta Hagen. Uta Hagen didn't do, I think, two performances a week or something. So Elaine oh did those. I know. Can you just fucking imagine? <laughs> Yes, I can. She would have been so fucking good. God damn it. Also probably best known to the modern day audience as Alec Baldwin's mother, Colleen Donaghy, on 30 Rock, a role that won her uh, her third Emmy Award in 2007. Also, uh, she did her famous one-woman show, At Liberty, in the early aughts, uh, which was filmed for HBO and is still available on Broadway HD, which I highly, highly recommend. So good. Mm -hmm. But we're here to talk about Shoot Me. What did you think of Shoot Me? I thought it was amazing. I thought it was heartbreaking. My God. Yeah. It was. It wasn't what I, I, I don't know what I expected. But when it started, I was like, oh, oh, okay. This is a straight up raw follow me through my day thing. And I didn't expect that for some reason. It, w- it was really good, but it was really, she is one of the only people that I have seen. You know, usually older people, even in real life, are like, well, you know, it's coming to the end of my life. And I've had a good <laughs> run. And I, you know, I can't wait to be back with Birdie. I don't know what, I don't know. Um, Birdie, I don't know. And, you know, they're very like uh, Disney about it. And like, you know, well, this happens to everybody. And Elaine Stritch is just like, fuck, it's coming. And I don't want it to come. And, and she, I'm scared. Yep. Yep. She and I'm going to fight it. Yep. Because maybe I'm the one person stubborn enough. Yep. Yep. To beat it. Yep. And, and it's, she's not. And she's not. And it's just so sad because she is 100%. That's the other thing, too. She's when she forgets her lines or her sugar goes bonkers and she's having an episode and she can't remember things. She's totally cognitive of it. She's totally, it's, it's weird. It's weird to watch. She is totally in control of her spin out. Yeah. Sort of. That's yeah. That's so. Uh, she, yeah. she knows exactly what's happening. She hates it. And because of the way the episodes are, she can't really verbalize it. Cause that's out of your control. You can't find your words, but. And it's just so sad. And I've just never seen anyone so cognitive of like, I could die any day. And I don't fucking like that. Yeah. I'm not done. And this sucks. And it's just, especially for someone as fiery as her, it's just, it, there are moments where it's very hard. Yeah. I mean, such a force her entire life. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And it's, it's interesting. I also did not expect this movie to be what it was. I expected it to be more of a straight up documentary, like 
this is where she was born and here is what happened and how she became famous and everything. And it was really about like, it came out in 2014 and it was really, uh, she was 86 about to turn 87 when they made this and she had finished her at Liberty show and she was putting together a new show of all completely Steven Sondheim songs, which are hard enough when you're not about to turn 87 years old. I can't do a musical where I have huge breaks in between. Yeah. It's, tough it's tough so that's what this is really all about it's about her getting the show together and her fighting getting old and Mm -hmm. and just beginning becoming older i mean it was so great to see her just bopping around new york city by herself 86 years old her fur coat big hat on big glasses she looks like big bird because her legs (laughs) yes are so skinny and then she's got this big fur coat on and she is just she's just going yeah. One of my favorite parts is when she's the joggers are coming and she's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Ah. She's so tiny. And if one of them just decides, fuck you, Elaine Stritch, she's out. Yeah. It's just so yeah. it's got this little hat and this big coat. And her can we talk about her wardrobe for a second? All this woman wears at 86 years old are large white silk blouses and tights and when i say tights i don't mean leggings i mean tights yeah i mean the shirts do go down to just above the knee but yes but that's how she walks around town so all you see are little tights your little stick legs with these tights going ah joggers Um, but that's what she wears on stage. And she looks fabulous. Yeah, she sure does. But she, that's just what she wears. Shirt and tights. I'm like, well, all right, you go for it. Yeah, it's so, uh, it's interesting because she's a diabetic, first of all. Also, a decades-long alcoholic mm-hmm. uh, who was in recovery for a number of years. But when she got into her 80s, decided to go back to drinking one a day. Which, you know what? Fuck it. You're yeah. 80. Absolutely. Do what you want. You're not going to live to be 250. So no. like live it up. Uh-huh. So yeah, there's an episode in the movie where her blood sugar gets completely out of control. She and her music director have gone to do a show in the Hamptons, which ends up getting canceled uh, for which she is very happy. She, I thought she was going to be up. I thought, oh, she, oh no, it's canceled. She's like, it's canceled. <laughs> That's amazing! Yay! And she like throws her arm up, and I was like, "Yeah, you're my girl." Because <laughs> that's how I would be. We Me could too. Pay it either way, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh wait, there's only two people here. Well, we're not doing the show. Yeah, so. but it, just cancel. That would be weird. That would be weird because it's, it's really all about the audience. We, we need to let's just cancel it. <laughs> let's go to brunch. <laughs> Uh, so while they're there, her blood sugar just goes out of control. She becomes disoriented. She has to go to the hospital, uh, and then she says that she is. That she's uh, the drinking is not worth it when it if it's even possible that it helps to bring these attacks on it's not worth it. But then by the end of the movie we see and it, it, that she's drinking again the one one a day still. But she talks about how she like that's the one thing that she would miss. Is that what it was? Yeah, or the one thing like, that yeah. that drives her or it brings her joy. Yes, she just she was sober for twenty four years. And she got into her 80s and was just curious, like, could I do this and not become a complete drunk again? Could I have self-control? And she proved that to herself that she could. And so I think not only the joy of drinking, which 
I don't get, but most people do. Actually, I do. Because I really, when I see people drink wine, I'm like, I wish I liked wine. That looks fun. But I just don't. You know, she has her joy of drinking back. It's something to look forward to in the day. And then it's like, she just has her one. And then it's that kind of sense of accomplishment of, I can just have one. And I did it. And yeah, she, at the end of the movie, she goes back to drinking because it's like, you know what? Fuck. It's imminent. And this brings me joy. And, you know, she hangs out with all these young gay guys and is drinking. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, how can you not? <laughs> yeah, I think, too, especially being in the theater, because, like, once you finish a show, I would imagine, I mean, especially for her, she's been doing it her whole life. You finish a show, you're still amped up. Right. So, like, you hang out, you go out. It's just what you do. Right. Well, we were actually discussing yesterday. Phoenix said to me, I haven't seen you have a cigarette. I was like, well, that's because we're on school grounds and I fucking can't. So I'm dealing with that in my own way. So if you could not bring it up. Yeah, so shut up. <laughs> and they were like, what are you going to do at intermission? Like, what are you going to do pre-show? I was like, I don't know. I just don't know. Okay. Because <laughs> that's my, I don't drink, but like intermission, I'll be out in full costume. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, doing a musical. Hey, <laughs> come see it. fine crest. <laughs> I would have to go across. Can you imagine in full queen regalia standing across the street of the high school? Like, what's up? We're doing a show over there. What are you looking at? I'm a queen. What are you looking at? It's Ferndale game. So used to it. <laughs> Happy pride. Motherfuckers. Now go have sex on that corner. <laughs> They're uh, expecting you. Yeah, it's it's like super sad to see her performing. Well, rehearsing, first of all, and just not remembering lyrics. And then performing and not remembering lyrics and relying on her music director to fill in. Uh-huh. She keeps, sing it! Louder, sing it! <laughs> She's like, bitch, I play the piano, okay? Um, but, you know, God, I got to give her so many props for not putting the kibosh on this movie. And being, right. I, she could very easily been like, you know, what, this does not present me in any way that I want people to see me no, and just I embracing it. Like, this is my life now. This is who I am. She, um, but I love the way she handles herself when she does forget, because really the people are there to see her interact with the audience. I really think. And no one does I, it better than Elaine Stritch. And it's just so funny. And she doesn't appear to be frazzled or angry at all it almost looks planned when she forgets words and starts riffing with the audience or riffing with her musical director it almost looks planned and so it's baby delightful yeah Uh, but you can tell how hard she is on herself when they showed um her doing her part of the recording for the company oh boy soundtrack and it's a young Stephen Sondheim and he's smoking and she does not like the take she's done and she is spinning out sir she is so upset and Stephen Sondheim is just shaking his head smoking a cigarette like we gotta let her do it again because she's not gonna shut up about it yeah well I mean he was not pleased either that whole there's that whole documentary called Mm. original cast company Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called, uh, which is a, like a half hour documentary. I think it's on YouTube. It's being released by the Criterion Collection in August, I believe. But they filmed or they they recorded that cast recording in one single day and they went in order of recording the songs. So her 
ladies who lunch didn't come until like two o'clock in the morning or something. She was exhausted. As you see, everyone is smoking inside that recording studio. Oh my God. That must've been so terrible. Can you even imagine? No. And she just cannot get her. She can't get it. She can't get it. They do take after take after take. She can't get it. It's so mortifying to watch. And then she comes back the next morning. Boom. Nails it in one, one take. Well, you're tired. Yeah. And that song is not, I mean, technically it's the way she it i can't explain that song because technically it's not difficult the notes are not difficult but the way she delivers it only she can deliver it and it's yep. and it's technical and the later it's getting because her voice is already you know yep. sort of like this so the later it gets and people smoking in that fucking suit what are you doing someone's yep. trying to sing you ass hat and everyone's <laughs> like this shouldn't be a problem <laughs> So, yeah, I could see where she would be having a hard time, but it is, it's hard to watch. She's just so upset and everybody's just yep. irritated. Yes. And you can tell even Steven Simon was like, oh, this bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just do this and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, I don't even care how it sounds anymore. Let's just fucking go. There's also, there's a, that documentary now series that was on IFC. They did a, a little parody of that called, uh, they were recording a show called Co-op. Uh, which is really <laughs> funny. And Paula Powell plays the Elaine Stritch character. Uh, not Paula Poundstone? Not Paula Poundstone. I'm trying to bring her Even back. Even though you are trying real hard to make and her I don't happy. know why. I don't particularly <laughs> like her. I don't particularly think she's funny. I just think the idea of Paula Poundstone making a comeback in 2021 is hilarious in and of itself. <laughs> it's really uh, the end of this documentary, uh, she has gone back to Michigan mm-hmm. to uh, look for uh, a place to live because she wants so badly out of New York. Uh, she ends up buying a condo in Birmingham. And when she did move back here, our friend Richard, who is a, a friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, his lover at the time. <laughs> I hate that uh, word so much. I know that's why I said it. I know. Uh, was a nurse or a companion or a <laughs> body <laughs> bodyguard or he wasn't a bodyguard. What? He was something. He took care of her. I don't think he was a nurse per se. I don't think she probably even would have cared. Just I don't think get, so get me someone who will do my bidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think that's what it sounded like it amounted to. But he what he was with her a lot uh, at the end of her life, and so Richard would also spend some time at her condo. And one time he was there, and Fayez I think had taken her. I hope it's okay that I said his name. Oh. Um, took her to the bathroom, I think, and then brought her back to her bed. And then she was in her bed, and she was like, "Richard." And so Richard went in there and she was in the bed and then he was telling the story and he said, Joe, I saw it. (laughs) He saw the Elaine lady parts. Oh my God. Oh my God. The funny thing about her searching for a home is she, she lived in a hotel room, which I can't wrap my mind around. I just... I can't. It's so weird to me. And it was like, it was her home. She had her pictures up and she lived there. Elaine Stritch lived at that hotel, which is weird. And then she's going to look at these homes. And they're like, <laughs> like these McMansions. She's yeah. like, what is this? Oh, it's a closet. I'm like, you could live just in that closet. Why are you looking at these big places? You are on death's doorstep and yeah. you're going to buy this big old house. That has stairs. Doing? Yeah. That has stairs. What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. She, I, I guess when she moved back here, she 
thought it was a mistake and she wished that she would have stayed in New York. Oh, that makes me sad. I know. I mean, she lived in New York for God forever. So, you know, you, but you get that idea in your head that something else is going to be better. And then you get to it and you're like, oh, no, this was not. And she's not moving back at that age. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you just, well, shit. Yeah. I guess <laughs> I this is this is what I did. I've, I've made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny, too? I just remember this. They show her after she has all that trouble remembering lyrics in her show. They show her performing live. Everybody says don't, uh-huh. which is a tough song lyrically. Mm-hmm. And she nails it that everybody says don't. Everybody says don't. Everybody says don't. Nails it. It was at that part she's singing. I was like, I couldn't do that on my best day. I know. Isn't that something? I think it's just in gritty old ladies like that i think it's just pure stubbornness which i aspire to i want to be like her when i'm old yeah oh because her friend the one friend she met at aa oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you would look really pretty if you weren't so i forgot exactly what it was now give me a ride home now give me a ride home and then she's like now tomorrow you're gonna come give me and this woman's like no i'm not no and you're gonna clean this car (laughs) she's like and lo and behold i showed up to her fucking house the next day and i picked her up and now we're like best friends (laughs) yeah yeah that seems to be the everyone's consensus is that elaine stritch was a perfectly lovely pain in the ass yes yes like she there's no one who will give you more grief Mm mm-hmm who was just a lovely person. I couldn't, I imagine her as the type of person that you love more than anyone on the face of the earth. You would do anything for them. But if you're not in the mental headspace, if you heard her scream your name, you would be like, fuck, I haven't, I I don't, I'm not on her level yet. I just need coffee and a Xanax. And then I can like, Go look at her lady parts if that's what she wants me to do, <laughs> but I but not yet, not so like I can imagine like pretending to be asleep half the time when you're with her just yeah. because you need a certain amount of energy to keep up with an 87 year old woman exactly, <laughs> bossing the cameraman around. Yeah, uh, uh, why didn't you follow me? Uh, take this English muffin box out, and yeah. like he's trying to say everything except because you're just taking a fucking <laughs> English muffin box out, you old crazy bat. Why would I follow you? Do well, I go. Well, this is what I do every day. I, I get the yeah. I get the muffins and I take them out of the box and I take them. And she's going and and he's just like uh huh, uh huh. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And she and he's like, okay. And then he just only sort of half-ass does it. He's like, well, the old lady wanted me to do this. So I'm going to step sort of halfway into this hallway and turn it sort of this way. Because you already know she's just throwing away a fucking box. Because she just did a tight five about it. So I don't need to follow her anymore. Yeah, she was just, I could see her being just so difficult. Yeah. But when... But if she loved you, you were probably the luckiest person in the world. Yep. Yes. Yep. One hundred percent. Like That's the kind how of person I want to be viewed. If too. I love you, me <laughs> just... too. Like thinking of her now, it's like I would love to be her friend. Yeah. And I would imagine it would be a very stressful friendship. 
like Elaine comes up on your phone and you're like, no, no, we were just sitting down to eat and she's going to want me to go buy some weird spice or a mogwai or something (laughs) and then bring it to like her condo. And I never know what what room she's in because it's too big and Richard will be there and we're not getting along right now. And it is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not true. Me and Richard are getting along perfectly fine. Everything's oh, fine. Good. Don't start that rumor. <laughs> it was also fun watching them film 30 Rock episodes that she was in. And just how, you know, what was so interesting was that where they ate. It right. Just, just Alec Baldwin in a cafeteria. I was yeah. like, what's happening? <laughs> it looked like just like they threw up some of those plastic tables in like an anteroom. It right. was like, here's where you're all eating together. Because at first I was like, why is she talking to Alec? But it didn't click. Because it just looks like Alec Baldwin. He's in his suit. He's eating some salad. He's got a napkin shoved in his collar. And, you know, there's all these union guys and stuff around. I'm like, what is happening? And then Elaine Stritch comes up to talk to him. I'm like, what's going on? And it wasn't until Tina Fey walked up. And I went, oh, oh, 30 Rock. She was on 30 Rock. I had forgotten. But I'm like, they literally just eat in a cafeteria. (laughs) Alec Baldwin's just with all the crew guys just hanging out, which I just thought was lovely as well. Yeah, it was. I was just, I thought, couldn't you get him something fancier? Like just out, like all of them, not him, especially right. but just like, it just looked like. Yeah. The, the room itself. Yeah, for like, everyone. It did. It looked like, like a trailer yeah. where they blew the back wall out <laughs> and threw up some tables and were like, you eat there, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> and you'll like it. <laughs> you'll like it. We don't care if you're the best Baldwin. Baldwin's made nothing. Eat it. So that is Elaine Stritch. Shoot me. Oh, just watch it. It it is. It's it's hard. It is. It's it will hard make to you watch. face your mortality. Oh God! At forty six. I'm sitting here going, <laughs> Oh God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Yeah, but she's just. I want to be her when I'm old. I want to be like her. I want to be so charismatic that I'm like, Give me a ride home. Yeah, Clean this car. Like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Follow me with this English muffin box. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's a rental. I don't think it's on any of the streaming services now. So if you want to see it, I think you're gonna have to rent it. But it's well worth the rent. Yes, it is. It really, it really is. And then uh, if you can find it, watch at Liberty, which I still yes. haven't watched. I gotta watch it. Well, you got to come over and watch it. Okay. All right. Fine. Now that we can get together again. Oh my God, that's right. I know. <laughs> I don't know what world I'm in anymore. I forget. <laughs> And so who's on tap for next week? Oh, we are doing the lovely, the tiny, the diminutive. Oh, nice. Jenny Slate. Lovely. I love She's Jenny just Slate. the cutest. She is one of those people. Do you ever have one of those people that you're like, I should hate her for no reason, but I don't. Yes. Cause she's too perfect. We're, we're weird. You guys. Okay. We yeah. just, we have we're a petty. lot of feelings happening. We're petty, mentally ill. Uh, <laughs> get on board. That's why you're here, really, is to listen to the crazy. So don't I'm, judge us. I'm Tom Petty, and that is Petty LaBelle. <laughs> tam, 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 tam. <laughs> I thought you said, tam, 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 tam. <laughs> I like Cookie Monster eating cookies. Tam, 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 tam. <laughs> well, this has been delightful. It has. Yeah. If you want to write us, uh, Joel, you can follow up. Joel, if you want to drop us a line. <laughs> I think you have the address, but it's threefunnyladies at gmail.com. You can follow us on the Insta, Three Funny Ladies. Um, the Instagram, don't type all that out. I think it's. I think if you just go to the app and press th- three, the number three, and then funny, it'll probably come up. I don't think it, there's it a lot sh- out there. It should, yeah. It should. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'm not think, technically savvy, but I think that's enough though. I think that was, yeah, I think yeah. that's enough. And if you find something interesting with nudity, follow that too. Yeah, sure. Send it our way. Funny penises. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. I won't know. <laughs> well, if you see that, send it to Suze. <laughs> Thank you. Don't send it to Joe. He doesn't want to see it. He's seen enough funny penises. <laughs> After all, it's Pride Month. That's uh, right. <laughs> I see him on every street corner. All right. <laughs> Thank you. We love you. We love you. Happy Pride. Happy Pride.